Recorded live. Hey, welcome to the call, Warrior, and uh, and the rest, guest four, guest three, and freedom to reign. Um, the, um, you know, one of the things that I've been working on with this crowdfunding thing, and as it grows, I can see, you know, I'm starting to put out, make a plan. Well, with this so much, and uh, this so much money coming in, this so much money coming in, um, I think the you know I come up with a title that I've gotten off of somebody's web website and putting it together is learn how to be the public servant's worst nightmare. And you know I've said this over over the years. You know every, we all got to start. We all got to clean our house first before we can go to you know and and infringe on somebody else's, meaning that all politics are local, and the politicians are nothing but prostitutes. I mean, you know, they'll, they'll, whatever serves their needs comes first. And so um, with that, let the politicians know you can help them or hurt them. And the third is choose your issues carefully and don't do not pick a fight that you cannot win. You need to control the controlled media and bypass them completely whenever you can and get the best people you can to support you. Three or more like-minded people attract other like-minded people. And you know, when when I say we need to control the control media. If you if you're in a county and you're starting a group where you're going to the local meetings and you're going to even meetings like the um, uh, the Tea Party group and others, you're looking for people that can think. You're looking for people that are willing to be. If they're not willing to be leaders, at least they'll be able to you know be good lieutenants or i mean you got to be the leader is what you got to be i mean you got to say hey here is the information this is where you can go you can go to wevgov.com and you can all learn about the you know how the tax is being misrepresented and you can talk about starting a um, a local uh, citizens review panel and much more, and then when you when that and you'll be surprised how fast this can grow. I just started in my own county. I mean, I've been talking in California and all all over the parts of the country, and I haven't even done where I live. And yet, within three or four, uh, well, actually in three or four weeks. But if I took the three or four weeks in days, it'd be four or five days. I got probably 12 people that are ready and for me to get started. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet and, you know, and uh, effectively formed the group where we're going to start meeting at a certain time and location and yada, 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 because that has to be done. There's nothing like a handshake looking in the eyes and, and one-on-one with people to, to carry the message. And it's important if you want to make a change, you got to you got to put yourself out there. And Lord knows, Dave is uh, you know 
20 years ago put himself out there when when he got uh when they pissed off a bartender and he went in and started doing his thing and started researching and getting all this information he's the only one that i know effectively that has really made a difference especially in my life i mean you know i used the information a 27 years excuse me 27 years ago time goes by when you're having fun the um when the um when I had his information, I knew this is where I, I I didn't need to go anywhere else. And everything I learned before, I didn't need to have that. It was good information that I learned. A lot of it not so good. A lot of it good theory. Don't know if I could ever prove it. And and though you can't prove a a negative, but uh, but the thing of it is. This what Dave presents is not a negative. Here it is, right here in writing. This is what Congress wrote. The IRS is coming after you on the information that Congress didn't write. Somebody else wrote it, but it wasn't Congress. And and let's look at the Sixteenth Amendment argument. Well, it wasn't properly ratified, or this or that. Who cares? Because what it says, says it's so important that everything else really doesn't matter. It says Congress has power to lay and collect taxes. Not the secretary or his mother, not, you know, not the IMF, not, you know, anybody. It's Congress. And if Congress did not name you in the code, what is there to talk about? And so then you come across, or let's just say that I am the one that Congress named. I'm from Puerto Rico. I'm a resident of Puerto Rico or whatever. I'm, you know, I live in, in uh, Washington, D.C. I get a federal paycheck. I'm an employee. Well, Section 83 says, I, you know, comp- compensation for services. And, you know, so i got to go there first to determine even if I make gross income or if I make gross income. So, you know, it's really important to, to know that you have the power, okay? You have the power to make a decision which way how everything is going to go. If you want to argue the all-caps name and the gold fringe flag and and this and that and whatever you're you're welcome to is really no skin off off of us it's just another one bites the dust but if you but if you don't want to get indicted and dave will be the first one to tell you you know uh although i i don't really like to hear it but you know there's there's a, a big sound of truth to it They're going to get your money, you know. They're going to come after you civilly, and this isn't designed to be civil. But, however, you can go after them criminally if you want or in a civil nature showing how they're violating the code. And that's what Dave doesn't want to get into because most people don't have the money, and most people, and Dave doesn't want to take all that, you know, time out of his life. 
because if it's if it's for you and it takes several a couple of years, imagine if he had thirty people lined up. It just it just can't be done. And that's why we got to be self-taught. We got to be self-motivated, and we got to study together and decide which platform you want to take. And that's why I'm going to do a short ad, and and that's why I welcome you to get into crowdfunding with me because I want to educate the the accountants. I want to educate lawyers. I want to educate because people will say, well, you don't want to talk to a lawyer and all this. Well, no, I understand that, and I agree with you. However, there are lawyers given enough information, and you go back to the old the old saying, when a man who is honestly mistaken hears the truth, he will either quit being mistaken or cease to be honest. And you can look at the lawyer dead face in the eye and just say, which is it? Do you want to be become honest or do you want to be continually being mistaken? All right. So um, there's power. There's power in your words, there's power in your attitude, and there's power in your knowledge. So learn how to be the public servant, worst nightmare, and join us at WeShareCrowdfunding.com. And if you don't have my website, give it to me because, uh, I mean, send me an email and I'll send you some websites to go to because I don't need you to join under me. I got other people that I, you know, I want us all to help. And so I want to build a group, mainly in your area and and you know the states and what and what you want to do. So get with me at AmericanLiberties.llc at gmail dot com and say, look, I want more information about crowdfunding. And then, uh, and let's talk about it, okay? Because we need to, we need people to roll up their sleeves. Not now, Tato. And um, so, anyhow, I'd like to introduce Dave Maryland. Dave, take it away, please. Dave. Dave, are you there? Am I, uh, Dave? All right, let me see. Uh, can everybody hear me? Dave, are you there? It's the phone. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, do you want, do you want to call in? Or you want me to call you back? Okay. All right, hold on a second. I gotta re, re, do a recall. Be right back. Uh, let's try this again. Okay, uh, Dave, take it away, please. Hi, everybody. Thanks, Chris. I uh, just put in the chat the page, uh, the web address you want to go to for the crowdfunding. You don't just go to com. 
you put slash American Liberties right after it, and it'll take you to Chris's splash page. And along the way here, uh, 27 years ago, the IRS came to my door. Uh, April 15th was my 27-year anniversary, 1988. And I didn't like the way I was treated. And I didn't stop with just tax law. I didn't stop with just motor vehicle code. And a point that Chris brought up early in his intro about uh, being a public servant's worst nightmare, that's what I specialize in. And course number four, the drive-by litigation, that's the name of the course. It's on wevgov.com. I just reviewed the contents of that course half hour ago, and uh, it's a doozy. It's a beautiful course. It's it's the worst I know how to be on paper to uh, keep a public servant reliant on the judge's corruption to avoid prison, where the only thing that will save them is the corruption of the judge and uh, that's uh, that's being a public servant's worst nightmare, is they have to rely on their corruption because you have them in handcuffs if they don't have a corrupt public servant to help them. On the chat, uh, Chris's effort is my effort. So uh, you follow Chris and... Uh, you're following me at the same time in that crowdfunding. So uh, course number four is called drive-by litigation. And when you think about it, how do you defend yourself against a drive-by shooting? You have to run for cover and hope that it's enough cover. There's no way to defend yourself because it happens in an instant and if you're out in the open, you're dead meat, even if you're armed. So uh, the the drive-by shooting, uh, the way that it's done is, uh, please, uh, guest five, you contact Chris about the crowdfunding, all right? Um, the course is called drive-by litigation for that reason, is that typically they're out in the open. Typically, you can nail them for crime every time they turn around. If you're having a tr- if you're having a problem with government and you're innocent, that's what that course is made for. And it's got a ton of beautiful Microsoft Word documents in it, criminal complaints, claims for damages to the municipality, examples from uh, from cases I've participated in where people had a uh, a particular problem. And I looked at their case long enough to find violations of the law. And I'll tell you what, it's easy for a public servant to violate the law. We have great protections in the law. And uh, if, you don't, if you don't really have a clue by now that uh, statute has protections in there, you blame the patriot movement. All these idiots out there saying, oh, the law doesn't apply to me, it's corporate. Those statutes apply to the corporation and not to me. Well, they're a pack of idiots for saying that, and I don't have a problem calling them that because the protections I've found in the law 
are outstanding, profound, and many-fold. So the, the drive-by litigation course, it comes to you on a flash drive. You open it up. There's going to be a folder and a, uh, a web page, an HTML file. The folder is called Do Not Open This, and so you do not open this. If uh, uh, then you see the file, which is called clickhereFirst.html. That's what you do. You click that file, and it pops up like a web page right on your computer. There's a page called Audio Command. You click on Audio Command. That page pops up, and it's got uh, audio segments anywhere from uh, a couple minutes long all the way to uh, maybe an hour long. And there's two days' worth of instruction in audio. There's five hours for each day. And you listen to those audio segments as you go through the, the course materials, page by page. Uh, it operates like a website right on your computer. And it'll take you through this process while I narrate uh, the documents, the orders that they appear, all that good stuff. And I think there's a bunch of extra research and documents in a folder called extras. So uh, when you're ready for the extras, you would open up that folder that says do not open, and you look for the extras folder, and it's packed, packed with a bunch of stuff that isn't relevant to the course, but it's relevant to your education that will help you uh, basically move like I do against public servants when they break the law. Which is now, I'll bet you you've never heard of anybody that got a hearing on a criminal complaint filed against a judge in state court. Well, I have. I've gotten a hearing on a criminal complaint. We knew the hearing was going to be a farce, and it was. But for what it's worth, for four months, Judge Peter Nault knew there was going to be a hearing on a criminal uh, complaint filed over three counts of official misconduct. And they held a hearing on it with us, me and my co-complainant, seated at a table like it was a civil case. They brought in a 26-year small claims judge to hold the hearing. It doesn't follow that a hearing would be held on a criminal complaint. You give it to the prosecutor, and the prosecutor decides whether or not to bring charges. You don't hold a hearing on it with the citizens. You give it to a prosecutor, and the prosecutor will contact the, uh, the people that filed it as witnesses. So it was a farce. They'll do anything they have to to protect a public servant from the law, because the law doesn't matter. Which brings me to my disclaimer. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider it something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away where the law matters. It doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. Believe it. Now, back to the drive-by litigation course. Uh, you don't know when a public servant has violated the law until you know what their job is. And case law that the, where the government loses is case law that will teach you what their job is. When the government loses, 
you just learned a little bit about what they aren't allowed to do, didn't you? And if you know what they can't do, you know when they're doing it. And when they're doing it and they can't do it, it's criminal. I go to the criminal code in a heartbeat. I didn't understand government until I learned the criminal code and watched what the prosecutor does and read a bunch of cases that the prosecutor lost, case dismissed, conviction overturned. When the government loses, I'm not going to go study cases where the government kicked ass. I'm going to study where the government lost. And that tells me what the government still can't do. It's getting worse and worse, but there are still things the government cannot do. And uh, the drive-by litigation course, um, even if you never use any of those strategies, it's great to have a course on how to do it and listen to that course a couple of times as you go through the documents and see how I've done it for years, writing criminal complaints on, on par or better than, uh, on par with or better than any county prosecutor, any I've written against several state attorneys general and written against the Department of Justice's best tax attorneys. Uh, no one in the Patriot Movement has my resume. Nobody. Believe that. Nobody. They can't compare. Add to that the validity of my research. Now, another person that does outstanding research uh, is Lewis Ewing. He doesn't have the same set of writing skills that I do, but the amount of research he's done into cases on uh, public, servant and, public servants and perjury, uh, CPS, the motor vehicle code, criminal procedure regarding the motor vehicle code, uh, traffic tickets. He's done enormous volumes of research, uh, driving while intoxicated, uh, tribal law. He's done an enormous mountain of research. On the federal level, uh, I feel that uh, he and I are pretty close. He might know a great deal more about procedure than I do, but as far as constitutional standards, um, criminal complaining, uh, I really have it uh, over nearly everybody else you'll meet out there. It's a specialty that I picked up a long time ago and uh, really uh, put the icing on it. I don't know why you'd mess around with a whole bunch of procedure when they're committing crimes. If they're committing crimes, I'm going to put it on the record that they've committed crimes. Now, if, they, if it ends up where I have to appeal whatever they're doing to me or whoever has to appeal, at least they can appeal and spread the record that shows criminal complaints. So the drive-by litigation course on wevgov.com is outstanding. And it's the only course where you're going to learn uh, what is taught in that course. Nobody else is teaching this. And it's meant to uh, compress into a short process that you can execute over a couple of weeks if you're busy at the computer. Uh, to where you put the evidence in one place, complain on the state level, then complain on the federal level, then hit the uh, municipality with a claim for damages to where you have everything prepared for 
if you sue in U.S. District Court for violation of constitutional rights, your attorney will have a totally prepared defendant. You will have already beaten the hell out of the municipality and prepared them to where your attorney wants to sue them, great. As soon as they get to the depositions, it'll be so painful for them because of those criminal complaints, they'll probably be claiming Fifth Amendment. They're going to know that in advance of the def- uh, in advance of the deposition. And if they know it in advance of the deposition, they're going to settle early rather than go to a deposition where they have to claim Fifth Amendment. Because if they claim Fifth Amendment at a deposition, their careers are over. You've got to claim Fifth Amendment, meaning you think you might implicate yourself in a crime if you, ask, if you answer this question. That public servant is history. That's what drive-by litigation, that course, sets them up for. Is at the end of the line, state and federal criminal complaints, a claim to the municipality, so the bean counters are complaining, saying, you know, we pay so much for municipal insurance already, and you behave like this, you're driving up the cost of our insurance, we can't afford you anymore. And they all start infighting and pointing the finger at one another while you're headed for a civil lawsuit. And um, uh, please, you can file a criminal complaint against anybody you think's committed a crime. Uh, the question is irrelevant. So, and this is about when you're going to sue. Um, so anyway, this course, Drive-By Litigation, is to uh, designed to show you how I put somebody on that path when they're a public servant who's engaged in misconduct. I put them on the path to a deposition by first clubbing them like a baby seal over the head with the fact that they're a criminal, and I put all the evidence in one place and then start threatening to sue so that the bean counters and the insurance group that insures the municipality are all beating up on this public servant to the point where they just want the thing gone. They might say, we'll dismiss the case against you if you uh, waive rights to sue us. That's a settlement. If you don't have the money to get an attorney, take what you can get. Sure, I'll drop, I'll drop my, uh, or I'll waive my rights to sue you if you drop the case you've got against me and give me back my car or whatever. That's what I do in drive-by litigation. It's a wonderful course. And you get tons of documents in Microsoft Word and an extra folder full of research uh, that will keep you busy a long time. Um, just tune in. Is this the Citizens Type Radio? You can't get the whole impression. Guest 7, stick with me for just a minute. You can't get a good impression of what we do here at American Liberties in one radio show. And I have to tell you, Rush Limbaugh said that on the air one day in 1991, saying, you can't get the gist of what I'm doing unless you listen for like six weeks. I said, okay, so I listened for six weeks. He forgot to say something in six weeks, and I tuned him out. Anyway, uh, Chris, for guest number seven, type in wevgov.com into the chat. That's my website. My name is David Merlin. None of this is legal advice. wevgov.com. And my archive here at TalkShoe is 59615. There's a ton of different shows there. 
I just added a show. I was interviewed yesterday on uh, Tyra and Tolik's radio show on LWRN, and it was a discussion about why I have particular objections to the flat tax. My specialty is uh, federal income taxation. There's materials on wevgov.com. There's an archive of calls here at 87488 American Liberties, where every week we're discussing pretty much the same thing. I broke ranks today with the uh, with the typical line of discussion by bringing up the topic of my drive-by litigation course on wevgov.com. It comes to you on a flash drive. Has a bunch of documents in there: criminal complaints, state and fed. Uh, the different documents that were used in cases I've participated in, one of which is uh, Shasta County, uh, probably 2005. And um, all the documents for that case is there. And by the time that case was over, two prosecutors had been fired. The judge uh, retired 10 years early, and two members of the county board of supervisors resigned, one of whom this... uh, client of mine would have been running against in the next election cycle if they hadn't resigned. Uh, So that was my first time on the criminal docket in County Superior Court, and we got two prosecutors fired. Uh, That was cool. So uh, this is not a sovereign citizen's type. I'm the furthest thing from them. I spend a lot of time bad-mouthing the patriot movement, the sovereign citizen. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, I, on the other hand, I've read over 4,000 decisions. I'm five for six against the state attorney general of Oregon, and that was by 2001. So none of this is brand new to me. Everything is brand new to those people. They don't know what they're doing. They still don't have a clue, and that includes Pete Hendrickson. So, uh, no, this is not a sovereign citizens type of radio. This is uh, boots on the ground, offensive litigation strategies against state and federal income taxing authorities, uh, traffic court. Um, uh, traffic court is just a blip on the radar to me. I really don't like it. Uh, it's really small time. I really like concentrating on the IRS and uh, and preventing grand jury proceedings. Uh, Chris and I have prevented a dozen indictments since 2006 using my 1994 treatise on the differences between the tax code and the IRS. I hope that's a good enough uh, answer to your question. Yes, seven. Uh, I'm a serious litigant in the box using just statutes, case law, and the Constitution. Uh, all my common law rights are codified a long time ago, so I don't need anything that the Patriot Movement teaches. I don't need anything the anti-tax movement teaches. They're all a bunch of show-me-the-law people where I, in fact, can show you the law. Listen to some shows here in this archive at American Liberties, 87488, and you'll hear weekly, a couple times a week we're here uh, discussing the very simple arguments that are in the tax code that are simply devastating in the biggest ways. You'll see them on the federal income taxation page on, um, no, no problem, yes, Seven. If you don't know me, you have to ask. Um I just find offense in the anti-tax movement. That's my problem. I'm sorry if I gave you that impression. On wevgov.com, on the federal income taxation page, there are a couple of very basic arguments that simply screw the IRS into the ground. 
in August of 2005, they asked for a protective order against my brief, and the judge issued the protective order. On WeVGov.com, on the, in the menu column, you'll also see at the top YouTube and YouTube 2. Click on YouTube 2. It'll take you to a, uh, a web page on YouTube with a whole bunch of free seminars also. So you can hear it in audio and watch as the documents go by, or you can read the arguments on WeVGov.com, and uh, all that's free. If you like what you see, join us on uh, other calls. And uh, there's materials that are very reasonably priced on WeVGov.com. Thank you in advance for your support. So back to the drive-by, and I hope we see you again on another call. Um, if anybody here, like Warrior, down the list, uh, if you have a testimonial you'd like to offer guest number seven about my courses, go ahead and type it in there. And uh, thanks. Good to see regulars on the call. <coughs> The drive-by litigation course is the worst nightmare for a public servant. I've seen a lot of things to do to a public servant, and I've chosen to emphasize just those several things that are fully explained in the drive-by litigation course. It's a wonderful seminar. It has 10 hours of instruction that were taken from two days' worth of a seminar that I gave uh, what we did is uh, I put the course on the web and everybody that paid for the seminar that called in on the conference call, I gave them the address of the file on the web. They downloaded it and unzipped it. And then I narrated the contents of it for everybody on the conference call. And then I put the audio into that uh, basically a website folder, put it on a CD-ROM, and mailed it out to everybody so they got a copy of the audio that they heard on the conference call uh, right there in course format. So the uh, the uh, the two days of instruction is reduced to two five-hour groups of audio files. So day number one is five hours, day number two is five hours, and that, of course, is with the breaks and lunch omitted, maybe some of the question and answer period omitted, but the rest of it is all right there, and uh, drive-by litigation is the worst that can be to a public servant on paper. And what we won't get into is what I tell them in person when I've got them in front of me. <laughs> that, that's a whole different set of uh, vernacular or lexicon. Uh, I didn't make a million and a half dollars worth of drinks, so I could just bite my tongue. So I'm a bartender at heart, but uh, 1988, the IRS pissed me off, and I never looked back. Entered a whole new life and devoted that since then, 27 years, to the study of law and to getting remedy, standing between people that have problems with the government and government to either cure the problem or lessen the problem. If the defendant, if my client just wants this thing to be over, I don't want to go to jail, I'll pay court costs, that's what I try to get for them. But if they say, I'm innocent, damn it, do whatever you can to prove it, then I bring out everything I know and uh, go for it. Now, guest six says, I'm studying the drive-by litigation course right now, and it's packed full of information. 
yeah. And uh, uh, thanks very much. Now, also on the uh, wevgov.com, at one point in there, I think it's on the, the products page, you'll see a link to a couple of audio testimonials that are just a couple minutes long, uh, and people compare when there is no comparison. They simply say that uh, the Patriot Movement's good for nothing, and I'm finally, I finally found a source where I can uh, understand the tax code. Somebody finally teaches it the way it should be taught. It's easy to understand when you listen to it, and uh, which is what they tell you on those testimonials, that uh, they didn't really learn much from the Patriot Movement and that they're finally learning. And when you get the uh, flash drive on uh, the tax code, three hours, 45 minutes of video instruction with me at a whiteboard, uh, no documents, it is... It even impresses me what I was able to do to the tax code. And if somebody is teaching about the tax code and they're not using a whiteboard to do it, to diagram it, they still don't know what they're talking about. You have to diagram the internal operation of the tax code if you want to tell somebody what is truly in it. And what I found the best marker uh, I can articulate is that nobody in the Patriot Movement did enough work. The more work I did, the further into different places in the tax code it led me to find bigger protections or actual protections where other people think they found protections, they might have found small ones, or they might have found some glittering turd that doesn't amount to anything, which is really the majority of the anti-tax movement. They just don't have a clue. And listen to the last couple shows here at 87488. Uh, you'll hear me reflect on a document that's floating around the Internet from Linda Wall uh, that makes the argument that the Code Service Table of Authorities says the tax code's regulations only apply to Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms in Title 27. And I've got a memorandum from a chief judge in U.S. District Court from 1992 that pulls the gills right out of that argument and uh, feeds them to the sharks. The argument is bogus. And how many years later, 23 years later, people are still teaching it? That's a movement that doesn't move. And uh, I won't be in their ranks. And they refuse to listen to what I have to say it's a perfect world. I'd rather not even mix with them. The government will use them to stigmatize me. He'll call me one of them when I'm not. I'm a whistleblower. They are protesters. They still think it's a tax. I can prove it's extortion and racketeering. So, well, hey, Chris, let's open it up for question and answer, why don't we, and uh, our testimonials. And uh, get the drive-by litigation course, folks. I tell you what. It's as mean as I can be on paper, and you know I've got a bad attitude. I wouldn't say mean unless I mean it. And and you know the um, and for those real quick, I want to know if if you haven't heard my story, why I hooked up with Dave and Dave's material. You can go back to July twelfth of um, excuse me, July third of two thousand fourteen. Uh, episode number 292, 
the three IRS stoppers. And I give a, a, a pretty good overview of what, what happened with me in front of the grand jury. But and you can go you can go also to the YouTube too link on WeVGov and there's a seminar on YouTube too there on my uh, my Take from Caesar uh, YouTube page and one of them says uh, 2007 tax grand jury no indictment that's Chris's interview with me also right there and I'd like to add there's been several. Several people, several is, is, is a loose term, several people that uh, were getting criminally investigated, but when they joined the criminal complaint, they, they kind of disappeared. Now, there are some people that joined the complaint, like one received it on the day that he got indicted, you know, I mean, he, you know, and and uh, and the indictment went through, but... Uh, uh, if you give them more than enough time and get it on the public record, you uh, you know there's a good chance you, you're going to get protected. There's no guarantees in life after birth except for death, and if you know Christ, you got that beat. But the because uh, we're dealing with criminals, you can't predict corruption. Um, and let let me encapsulate the primary approach to the IRS any controversy regarding uh, federal income taxes on capital gains or compensation for services. Uh, Hey, you haven't filed tax returns. Hey, you didn't pay enough money. You owe us money. We're the IRS, and we're coming after you. We might even bring an indictment. You, You have joined my complaint that I filed with Congress in 2006, January 2006, and you serve that on them, and it makes the argument saying, excuse me, but you say I'm a citizen of the United States, and as I look at the tax code, I know, therefore, that I'm not Social Security in Chapters 2, 21, and 23, which leaves just Chapter 1, and Chapter 1 doesn't even have a definition of citizen like the other chapters do, you named me only in a regulation that says citizens of the United States owe this tax under Section 1 of the Code. Section 1 of the Code doesn't even mention citizenship of anybody. So you've named me in regulation alone in violation of the 16th Amendment that says Congress can lay and collect this tax. It has to be a statute. Do you have a statute that says citizens of the United States owe this tax? And, and that kills, in a perfect world, Uh, capital gains under Section 1, and the graduated income tax under Section 1, and Social Security. There. There are no chapters relevant to the U.S. citizen in the tax code. But even if I were subject to the tax code, you deprive me of the provisions of Section 83 to tax the value of my labor, because Section 83 says only the excess over the amount paid is gross income, and it defines the amount paid in regulation as the value of any money or property that I paid for my paycheck. How did Section 83 operate? In your conclusion, I owe a tax on my compensation. They can't talk to you about either of those arguments. These are on the federal income taxation page of wevgov.com. You'll see the case law, including IRS chief counsel and tax court, circuit courts, saying Section 83 explains how to tax all compensation. It tells you what is gross income, not the IRS and not the courts. Section 83 of the tax code. 
I'm the only one in the known universe is teaching that statute still. And my treatise was done in 1994. 21 years later, I'm still the only one with a clue about that statute. And just those two arguments pretty much kill, or at least paint as validly, paint as criminal everything they're doing every day to citizens of the United States. If that's what me, or if that's what I am, if I'm a citizen of the United States, look at these two arguments. And they shut down grand jury proceedings and they shut down criminal investigations. Because you've just proven they they don't even have the authority to speak to you. That's power. And it's not from the patriot movement. Uh, let me get a couple questions on the chat here, Chris. Okay. Uh, when do you, uh, what do you do to get it on the public record? You on the website on the products page, you'll see a an invitation to contact Chris about the joinder process, an affidavit of joinder we draw up for you, and uh, you go get several copies of that notarized. You send them back to Chris and he'll distribute those to the key members of Congress on certain committees and send you back a blue signature notarized or blue signature uh, certificate of service that proves you're now on record with Congress having joined the criminal complaint I filed in 2006. And now my complaint is your complaint. My August of 2014 supplemental briefing is your supplemental briefing. My February 25th supplemental briefing of this year is your supplemental briefing. And you photocopy those, you staple them in the right places, put bulldog clips over the top, and you serve those with cover letters saying, how does Section 83 operate in your conclusion I owe money on my paycheck? This does not apply to liens and levies. I don't do liens and levies. In a lien and levy, you don't have access to a jury, and so they will get your money. But when a conscience is involved, like a jury they have a much harder time succeeding getting your liberty. That's what I focus on. Uh, how does statute apply to man, his labor? It applies because in a representative republic such as ours, we, through our popular vote, delegate the authority to our elected representatives in uh, the legislative bodies, Congress or state legislature, to write laws that govern and regulate our exercise of our rights. That's how. <clears throat> and his labor, Section 83 applies to the labor, but it tells you how much of your compensation is gross income out of the amount that you receive. The excess over the amount paid is gross income. Should we send the joinder to uh, the one sending the letter about filing a return for past years? That's what I would do. It's what it's for. They know. They can't even tell you that Section 83 has operated. They can't even say, this is how to comply with Section 83. This is our interpretation. They refuse. It's a lost paragraph, 83A. They refuse to look at it. And yet on the website there, you'll see the case law that says it explains how to tax you. It applies to all compensation for services. Well, I want to know that it's operated. They can't simply set a statute aside. And you know if they're doing it, it's because it protects you. Why would they set aside a statute that protected them or did work for them? Never in a million years. This is a statute that works for you, and they can't talk about it. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, laborers property guest five, and you'll see cases about that cited right there on the website. And to look up cases, uh, you go to scholar.google.com. Uh, an incredible resource, scholar.google.com. I'd like to add that uh, about the public record, uh, you know, once it goes to Congress, that's considered on the public record, especially when you send it, you send copies to all the, you know, the DOJ and the, the judges and the IRS agent. But a, a gentleman in, um, I think it's Rapahoe, Colorado, in the county of Rapahoe, uh, he went and filed his joiner his affidavit of joiner uh, minus the exhibits. He didn't do the exhibits. He just did the the affidavit of joiner along with the certificate of service and filed it into the county record, got two certified copies after it was filed, and now he's going to send that on to the IRS agent. And... and um, and wanting to, and and is going to ask him to have a meeting to determine how he used Section 83. I think that's a powerful move, and um, and I know good things are going to happen from that because he's willing to do something about it. So I just wanted to add that. I'm about to give you a link to an archive page for a particular talk show. Some of you might have already heard about this woman. <clears throat> she wrote the book, um, Hands Off My Gun, Disarming the, or uh, Winning the War to Disarm America. She's a Second Amendment advocate. Terrible attitude. I listen to her every day, and every day she just, she's bouncing the wrongdoers off the wall. She used to be a liberal feminist, and turned her back on all of it when she noticed she was surrounded by a pack of losers. And now she's a staunch Republican, uh, really likes Ted Cruz, and uh, uh, she just really rails against the left, liberalism, the rest of that trash over there that's corrupting the children every day. And uh, I, I listened to her full show. She's on for three hours. But on this archive page, you can download those shows in 30, I think it's 37-minute uh, segments, no advertisements. You'll hear the break for the ad, but then it goes right into the next segment of her show. <clears throat> so you don't end up listening to three hours. You listen to three times, uh, 37 minutes. Yeah, Monday through Friday. And on this particular show, uh, after 12.30 in the afternoon Pacific, is when you'll see today's episodes uh, begin uh, to be posted to that archive right there. And uh, then you uh, you can either download those or listen to them right off the web. Her name is Dana Lash, L-O-E-S-C-H. And uh, that book of hers, I recommend getting it. I haven't read it, but she says in that book she addresses every single argument against disarming America. you got to push on to take away everybody's guns and they cite false data, uh, false research against the right to bear arms and she takes on every argument and uh, <clears throat> and roasts it to death under a magnifying glass 
and every day she's <coughs> excuse me every day she's jumping up and down on the left on liberals and uh <coughs> CNN MSNBC uh she hates those people they hate her and uh she actually does a, a pretty good job and uh she's fun to listen to bad oh, attitude Outstanding. I, uh, boy, we need a lot more Americans like that. Okay. Um, uh, anybody that has a question, it's uh, getting to the top of the hour. Uh, go ahead and put your question in. If if you already did and I missed it, state it again. And if you're on the telephone, go ahead and hit star eight and uh, raise your hand. But there's only one on the call, and he's unmuted and very quiet. Now, and I appreciate that. On- on TalkShoe 59615, you'll see that I not only just added the interview from yesterday with uh, Tyra Antolik, but also there's a, it's under five minutes long. It's a, a file called Two Tunes, Too Cute. Uh, download the, it's a couple of uh, real cute songs about government. Uh, just go ahead and listen to them. You'll love them comment uh, on the next call about those tunes. Uh, Very funny. Very funny. Okay. Well, you know, if, uh, you know, let's, let's be a thorn. Let's be the, the servant, the public servant's worst nightmare because we can make them or we can break them. Like in Colorado back a couple years ago, they went ahead and did a recall on, on politicians that, that they, uh, voted for because once they were got to where they were in into the uh, uh, office, they turned their backs on the ones that put them there. And and one sharp guy said, "No, that ain't going to happen." And so he did a uh, a fun uh, a fundraiser, crowdfunding. Yeah, I wish he did. He 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 started putting up signs and getting people together and did a recall. Imagine we can do that on a local basis. Don't worry about the federal government. Let's get let's clean up our own home. Let's let's govern uh, our servants right here in our counties. And the best way to do that. And I've asked this several ways, but the only way that I know, what is it in life you would love to do, but not able to accomplish due to lack of time and money? My platform, my dream, my goal is I want America back for my kids. I want America back for my family. And, you know, and at the age of 67 years of age, I wish I got started back when I was 27. But, you know, it didn't happen. But every day is a new day. And every day is is my first day to the rest of my life. So I got nothing else to do but to set a goal for my family and, and, and your family if you want to join. So get with me at AmericanLiberties.LLC at gmail.com and and get some information about that and uh and and help us to help you to help others to get this thing on the road we can do it people we really can do it and you know and and for those you know when you go to wvgov.com 
Notice the book like the Code Breaker, the Section 83 Equation. That's a powerful book. I I have accountants that said, wow, this information is great. I mean, this is an accountant. He's 60 years of age, and he can't get over how good the book is. And I said, well, you know, can you imagine that if we can get this in every hands of every accountant throughout the country, and then we can weave out the criminals opposed to good people. But, you know, a lot of the accountants don't want this information to get out because then you wouldn't need them. The the 1040 form would be irrelevant, okay? And uh, But that's not my problem. My problem is I see too many people going to jail. My problem is, is I got people calling me, well, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? Get on, you know, get get join with us. Well, you know, I, I just don't have the time. Then don't talk to me. Get off the phone. Get off of my list. Okay, we can't be hearers of the word. We got to be doers. All right, you got to do something. If you want it done. So with that said, God bless America, and this call is officially over.